Hi, welcome to the Early Value NFL Betting Podcast. We're on to the final couple of games of the season. Tonight, we're discussing the divisional championships. I've got Adam from Touchdown Tips joining me. How are we, Adam? I'm good, mate. Yeah, really looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, well, I thought I've got to have you on, being a Bengals fan, me being a Chiefs fan, and uh, to talk about the big game this week and who's going to win. 49ers or Rams, that's the big one. Uh, yeah, so no, definitely won't, definitely won't be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, going back to last week, if it's anything, how obviously not for yourself, but the Bills Chiefs for my, myself. If the first game is anything like that, I'll be out of. Uh, I won't have no energy left for any later game. <laughs> no. um, it was a, a night of high emotions for the uh, for the Bills Chiefs with how close it got to the uh, to the end of the game with 13 seconds left in a new house downstairs on my own, trying to uh, jump around and not shout and that, and then thinking we're done, and then we're back, and then we're done, and it was, must go down as one of the best games, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll be honest, I'll be completely honest with you, I fell asleep at halftime, I managed until 14 all at halftime, and then I woke up in the morning, checked the thing, and went, oh my God, that was a, that was a pretty good game then. Um, and obviously I've seen all the highlights since, I've been watching those, and yeah, just... 25 points after the two-minute warning is just insane. And it, it just goes to show with a decent QB what you can do with 13 seconds left on the clock. If you've got a terrible quarterback, they'll do a draw play and run it and then mess it up. Or if you've got Patrick Mahomes, the best in the, the best there is, best possibly there ever has been, then he's going to move those 40 yards up the field and uh, and get it done for you. But uh, yeah, it was a heck of a finish. A chief game versus the Patriots a couple of years ago in the AFC Championship, where mm. again in the last quarter, I can't remember how many points it was, but it was like 28, 35 points. I mean, it was just like toe for toe. And the defences by then were so out on their feet, you knew then whoever won that coin toss was probably winning. Patriots won the coin toss, matched down the field, scored game over. Mahomes didn't get a chance to, to um, be able to come back in. Um, this game, again, if the Bills won the coin toss, I have no doubt we're probably sitting here talking about a Bills-Bengals AFC Championship game. I think they would have probably marched down the field and scored. I think the defences were just gone at that stage. Um, and you see, as soon as Chiefs got the ball, they just they weren't stopping them. They just made it look so easy marching down the field. Um, luckily for me, as a fan, it was great. Uh, great for a game. But, uh, but yeah, so rolling into, obviously, probably... Well, was it the biggest upset, or would you say 49ers beating Packers, Bengals, Titans? Would you say, what do you think was bigger? Spread, obviously, was, was yeah. 49ers. But would you say that, I think I heard a lot more talk 49ers beating Packers than I did Bengals beating Titans. Yeah, people still don't care about the Bengals, frankly. Yeah. It's, um, it was their first ever, uh, I think, I believe, the first ever um, postseason away win for the Bengals. Um, in history, because the the two times they've made the Super Bowl, they were they they were at home on all those games. So, yeah, for them to break yet another record after 31 years without a playoff win, and then to win first ever away road um, road victory was was pretty impressive. It was it I don't know. I think the 49ers was the bigger one. I mean, I I believe that the Packers would win fairly comfortably in the weather. Obviously, cold weather. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is used to it. The Packers are used to it. Jimmy G is. Jimmy G going up there from California up to the cold I thought the 49ers would struggle and as it turns out it was the Packers who struggled whereas the Bengals I, I think probably because of the disrespect you mentioned before about the Titans it's no one really thought the Titans should have been the number one seed so for them to lose I don't think came as that big a shock to a lot of people uh, maybe the fashion of it and the fact that they, they probably could have won if they kept it cleaner and safer on offense then they would have won it was it was a great uh, front front seven play by them. They obviously put the Bengals under a ton of pressure. Um, there, there was a couple of sacks. I can't remember the exact number. It definitely hasn't mentioned hasn't been mentioned a million times this week how many sacks the Bengals took. Um, but in the end, the the Bengals defense stood up and got it done, and that was all they needed. And so, I think for me, the 49ers was definitely the bigger bigger upset. But the Bengals obviously. Well, both number one seeds going out in the first weekend. It was the first time that's happened, uh, I believe, ever as well. So, yeah, I think it was fairly surprising for both of them. Really? Do you think Derek Henry coming back maybe messed the Titans up a bit more than him not playing, which is 
obviously crazy because he's an absolute beast, best running back easily. But he was out for so long. And I heard before the game, he could go for 150, 180. Come on now, he he was coming off a long-term injury here. He weren't coming off a one-week injury that he was still up to speed. And yeah, it's easy to say now and what's gone on and what happened that Foreman played. Foreman actually made the, the more bigger runs. But obviously him being in that lineup changes their game plan so much more. And I just wonder if it actually hurt them more than maybe what it what it helped because Tannehill didn't look good at all. Yeah, I, I definitely think you're right there. Yeah, Foreman had more yards on four carries than Derek Henry did on 20. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, why are you not playing him more? Um, and then they had the, obviously, the two-point conversion that he got stopped on. They had a fourth down that he got stopped on. The Bengals knew that the run was coming every time he was on the field. And I think that was what the issue was, was when Foreman came on, the Bengals were sitting back a bit more, leaving gaps, and he was getting through the gaps. Whereas when Henry was on there, they knew it was going to be a run. Uh, they did use play action a couple of times. I got a few deep shots to uh, AJ Brown, who had a couple down the field. But the Bengals defense stood up and they did well. They did they did really well, frankly. And yeah, holding Derek Henry to just over three yards of carry, you've got to think he wasn't healthy for that because that, that's just not him. Yeah, definitely. I think it is. I think, I think obviously, I, I know why they had to bring him back, why they wanted to give him the ball. He's, he's Derek Henry at the end of the day. This is the playoffs. No no time for, if, they, if they're able to go, there's no, no point in holding them out because... You don't know when you're going to get that chance again. So I understand they had to play him. They had to do what they did with him. I just think looking back, maybe it maybe hurt them more. But as you say, terrific job by the Bengals. Again, not, both teams really not getting any respect coming into the playoffs, I think. Um, for me personally, I thought the Bengals from start to finish the game deserved to win the game. I thought they were really good, looked really good. The uh, Taysom Burrow connection is brilliant it's going to be years to come um so so good uh t higgins brilliant wide receiver doesn't get mentioned as much this season with chase but i think t higgins is an excellent wide receiver um tyler boyd i suppose he sort of does what he does i don't think he's maybe doing as good as what he did a couple of years ago but when t higgins and chase are probably getting 20 targets a game between them it's very hard to get a look in and you've got CJ Uzama yeah. there and, and uh, a Mixon coming out of the backfield. Um, obviously, so weapons everywhere. So I, I think, no, I think they I think they deserve to win myself. I think they've deserved to get to the FC Championship. They've played well. They've been uh, the shock of the season, probably. Um, yeah. But their defence has been a lot better than what I gave it at the start of the season. Um, easily got that wrong. If we'll go back to a pre-season podcast where I had Bengals to where they are now, um, massively different. But that's yeah. what happens. You've got to make predictions. And that one, definitely, I would, if someone had said to me at the start of the season, Bengals for the AFC Championship, I'm like, mate, what are you on? We lay yeah. that all day long. So, so fair play to Manager fan. Your first one um, that I suppose that you, you'll be able to watch. I mean, you must be absolutely buzzing. Yeah, I remember messaging you after listening to the preseason pod um, about you slagging off the Bengals. <laughs> but the, the worst thing is, when I did my preview, I thought we'd struggle to get six wins as well. I thought we were better. I thought the defense would be all right, um, but I just didn't think it'd click. Um, but it just shows what you can do when you've got a, an elite quarterback. And I, I think Joe Burrow is up there as top tier quarterback. He's he brings winning mentality to the team, and he brings brings that kind of stuff. And he's won. Four playoff games with LSU. He's won two with the Bengals now. He's still not lost a playoff game. So he's definitely got the confidence and he it kind of it kind of gets around the whole team. Then they all they all believe that now. Um so it is uh, it is promising. But yeah, I I last week last week was a bit of a weird one. The the Raiders game, I was quite emotional at the end. I thought it was really impressive and the fact that it ended with a defensive play and it could have gone either way. Whereas last week I just I just kind of it finished and I was like, oh, okay, we've won. It, it was a bit of a strange kind of game. I didn't really get that excitement from it. It might have been because the wife was nattering at me for the second half and kind of putting me off. But uh, it, it just kind of glossed over me. And it was it was more like a Joe Burrow response of, okay, on to the next one. Whereas, I, I mean, if we win this week, it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, it, it's if you beat the best, then who is there to stop you? <laughs> yeah. 
three well, two road victories in the AFC. Um, mm. We've done very good teams in there, and I still have to cast the Titans as a very good team. I think they were massively disrespected um, coming into the playoffs, and that the Bengals done a job on them. People would say they shouldn't, maybe shouldn't have been the one seed, and that I still disagree. They were the one seed, and that's the way the season played. It's played over enough games of the season. They proved they deserved the one seed, so they should have the respect for that alone. So, obviously, I messaged you um, after you won that game, and you'd mentioned that you prefer, you prefer the Chiefs out of the two of them. Um, so, right, let's let's go then. So, what, what are you liking <laughs> in this game? Where, where are we going? Well, obviously, we beat you in the in the normal season, and fair enough. You you guys not, might not have been up for it that much. It might have just been the Bengals. Obviously, needed it like blood. They I needed. Think they were up for that. They wanted that one seed. People saying yeah. the Chiefs weren't up for that. I, I disagree. Whether I watched the whole game, cannot tell me Andy Reid two games from the end of the season is not going to be too concerned about getting the one seed, having a bye, and having a home field advantage. I yeah, don't agree with anyone who ever said that. No, I- I, I agree with that. I, I think they were up for it. I think it was the halftime adjustments on the Bengals did the job. And so yeah, obviously Tyreek was a bit banged up then. We held him to hardly any yards. Kelsey didn't get much in that game. Um, but the the Bengals managed to pretty much stymie them. And it was it was an impressive, excuse me, impressive defensive performance from them in the second half. Obviously, first half, the, the Chiefs did whatever they wanted, but the Bengals did that all game. And I think that. I don't think there's any way that Chase has another game like that. I think they're obviously going to concentrate on stopping him. Leaving him one-on-one all game was absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't believe that they did it, to be honest, because Chase had been killing cornerbacks one-on-one all year. So I think with um, Tyron Matthew probably back, it seems like he's going to go. Not official, but yeah, but I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Then surely you're going to shade the coverage over to Chase and try and stop him, um, which means that, okay, we'll just leave it with T Higgins, who had um, a decent game against you in the first one. He had 96 yards last week. The, the the benefit of the Bengals is what you said earlier, is basically they've got so many weapons now that even if you take Chase out of the game, if you've got Burrow there, he's going to process it. He's going to know where these, where his players are and he's going to pick out the the open one. And whether that's Higgins, whether it's Uzama, whether it's Joe Mixon, then he's going to be able to find the open guy. So I think... Obviously, the Bills' defense is rated far higher than the Chiefs' is. It didn't, I don't think that was fully deserved for the Bills. I think it is a better defense than the Chiefs, but this is why I'd rather have played the Chiefs, is that we we know what we're up against with them. The Bills was a little bit more of a worry, but when it comes to player football, obviously, it's completely different. You get Mahomes stepping up. He was the leading rusher last week with 69 yards. Out of all four games, he was the leading rusher, which is just crazy because he's not, we know he's mobile, but when it comes to these knockout games, he, he just gets going. Uh, him, Kelsey, Hill, Hill, um, Tyreek, obviously 150 yards last week. Kelsey had nearly 100 and a touchdown. You know the big guys are going to step up when they're needed, and that is obviously the big worry for the Bengals, but the Bengals' linebacker core have been brilliant. The cornerbacks have been decent. As I say, they did well against the receiving group of the Chiefs in the um, regular season game. They, they seem to struggle more against bigger bodied receivers. So going up against Tyreek isn't as big an issue for them. He will probably get a 50 yard reception, but that's Tyreek Hill. That's what he does. And you kind of just have to deal with that and hope that your offense can, can lay it on when it needs to. And I believe the Bengals can, they, they tend to put up big points against the poorer defenses in the league. And the chiefs do rate as that. Uh, I do think that the Chiefs will as well. So I think we could be in for another 30-odd, 30-odd kind of game and it should be a cracker, frankly. Yeah, it is. I must admit, I thought it was a, it was a bit of a ballsy call to say to uh, you'd rather play the Chiefs. Coming off Mahomes, obviously, three, three AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls, um, and you'd rather play that team is, um, is, is a little bit in, in their home turf. I must admit, I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather play Chiefs, but... <laughs> It's hard when you're a fan of a team and it's going to be hard in this podcast on this game and people are going to have to sort of take our thoughts with a little bit of a pinch of salt because we're two massive yeah. fans of our teams. So not one or the other is going to really say, yeah, it's one way, it's this way. We're obviously both going to look at it as a, as a certain way based towards our team. I think the spread is about, I would have had it at seven. I think, I think seven and a half is probably leaning that I would rather take the Bengals 
on a backdoor cover that um, obviously for me, I think Chiefs win seven and a half as a betting person. I think I'd more look to the Bengals side. Six and a half, I'd look more to the Chiefs side. I think seven is probably where the number may end on Sunday is the closing line. Um, I yep. think it will be an exciting game, as you said. Uh, Chase, problem is, whenever Chase was up against Sned, he didn't get a lot. But when he was on Ward and Fenton, that's when he was talking to Chiefs. And the Bengals clearly could see that in game as well. If I, if I can see something like that, then and believe me, these people are higher paid and a lot more better than I am at anything to do with NFL. That they they see in it, and every one of them big pass plays. If you go back and watch it, it's always Ward or Fenton that is on him. Yep. Just could not stop him. Yeah. Whether the Chiefs will be able to do that, I'm not sure. Snell isn't one that's going to cover both sides of the field, unless they sort of say this game. Look, you're going to have to go both sides, go go against him, and then see. But then if they do that, as we've said, then you have T Higgins on the other side. So there's enough options there for the Bengals to be heavily involved in this game. I also think after what the Titans did to the offensive line of the Bengals, my concern would be the Chiefs fighting too much in going after Burrow and then Mixon getting a lot of space in the run game and then meeting it away because we'll over pursue. Uh, Spagnola loves to blitz. We know that from his defences. I've always loved to blitz. And that would be well, one thing I think Mixon, we could see actually have a really good game running the ball by them trying to over, over blitz this, this offensive line because you've seen what the Titans did to it. It, it hit Burrow time and time again. Um, I, I think it'll be a really good game. As I say, I, I think Chiefs will win just because they've been there, they've done it in that home ground. And I know the Titans might be a hard place to play but Arrowhead is going to be extremely hard. Now, Burrow has played in big games and won big games, and I'm probably less concerned about Burrow being able to handle it. It would probably be everyone else around him maybe yeah. not being able to get to that standard. It, like I said, it's the AFC Championship. But how could you not go into that game with a bit of nerves um, for it? As you said before, Mahomes has sort of been there, rise to the occasion. He's done it all in these games. And I think if it comes close at the end, it might come down to, again, last team with the ball wins um, quite easily. By then, I'll just hope that the Chiefs are at 10 in front and, and I'm not worrying. And like you say, the Bengals can get that back double cover. Uh, yeah. Bets wise, anything that you would want a bet in the game? Yeah, I. I, I... The thing is, I am a obviously a big Bengals fan, but I do agree with you. I, th I think the Chiefs will win. I think they should win. Uh, I think they are the better team, and obviously they've got the experience of being here, like you said. So I, as much as I want to big up my own team, I do appreciate that we are the underdogs, and I fully agree with you. I think seven was bang on. Um, I have had a little nibble now. It went to seven and a half, and I believe when it opened, I think it opened at six and a half. That got hit straight away as well, so... I think seven is the right number. I'm surprised it hasn't gone back to seven, to be honest. Um, I thought after checking earlier that it would be seven and a half for maybe an hour and then bounce back to seven, but it stayed at seven and a half, which is a little bit of a shock to me, but um, I'm quite happy to take the Bengals seven and a half. Um, yeah, betting-wise, um, my, probably my favourite prop of this one is Bengals over 11 and a half in the second half. Uh, they average about 13 and a half points in the second half of games, and... I'm not stupid enough to think that the Bengals are going to be dominating. I think there's a good chance that they'll be trailing in this game and need to chase it in the second half, like they did in the regular season. They scored 17 points in the second half of that game. And I think there's a decent chance it happens again. And if it gets to YOLO ball, then, hey, screw it, Chase is up there somewhere. As Burrow has uh, said through the season, if he's, if he's got the chance of a one-on-one, -on -one, they're going to throw it his way. And we've seen that he can come down with it. They converted a, a third and 21 against the Chiefs in that game. Um, if the Chiefs blitz, brilliant. Burrow kills the blitz. That was why the Titans did well, is that they were getting pressure with just the four and weren't having to blitz. Whereas the Chiefs, as you say, Spags loves to blitz and it's going to be up to him to change his game plan to allow, uh, to well, to nullify the strengths of the other team. And whether he can or not, I don't know, but that would be the logical way to do it. So... We'll see how it goes. The interior pressure from Chris Jones will be 
probably be a killer. And him and Melvin Ingram did really well in the regular season game. Even though they only got four sacks, they had pressure on Burrow quite a lot. So it will be interesting outside of the ball. But um, yeah, most of my my couple of props for this one were the Bengals over 11 and a half second half points and then Burrow over 24 and a half um, completions. He had 30-ish against uh, the Chiefs in our regular season game. He went over 30 against the Ravens and he's topped this in three of the last four games, including against the Titans last week when he was under a lot of pressure. Um, again, he may well dump it off to use armor and Mixon, and that's easy completions for him. So that'll help with this with this line. Um, so yeah, th- they're my two from the Bengals side of it. I've I've not particularly looked at the Chiefs side to be honest. I did see Michael Hardman was only twenty four and a half, which is one reception for him, but he could easily go with minus five. So it's a bit of a tough one ever betting on Michael Hardman. But uh, yeah, that they were my two for the Bengals. Yeah, the 11 and a half, I really like. So what's their team total? I, I thought it was 24 for the whole game. Is it? Is it still 24? Uh, if it is, it's maybe it would be making it, yeah, because that would make it, what, 13 for the they, first half? They were 10 and a half and 11 and a half for second half, first half. Oh, um, OK. 20, 22 and a half team total. 22 and a half. Yeah, the 11 and a half, I think, yeah, I would definitely look more. to that. Oh, actually, it's, it's, come down to, it's come down to 10 and a half now, actually, so it's even so better. Second half. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I'm surprised, yeah, definitely. That's better I'll be facing after here because I, I, I agree. I think you have to think that they're probably going to be chasing the game the way just based on the, the pure handicap. The Chiefs, yeah. if, say, say the game gets crazy and Chiefs do go while up in front, they ain't going to be messing about in that second half wanting to get hurt. They will gladly let the Titans do, uh, sorry, the Titans, Bengals do what they really want to do. They, they, you know, if, if it gets, if they get up high enough, they won't, why would you, why would you risk anyone when you've got the, the Super Bowl coming up? You know, when they can get to that safe spot, I'm not, not talking, they're up by 10. They're not going to clearly rest anyone up by 10. It's too risky. But you go into the start of the fourth quarter and, and you're up to 21, 24 points and that, then straight away you're onto a massive winner there because I just can't see how the Bengals don't keep scoring. No. I think if if it's a tied game, I think they'll probably pretty much both both go toe to toe second half. Um, so again, I see. Him. I think there's way too many ways that bet wins than it loses. Put it that way. I, I think near enough the, for that bet not to win, and near enough think the Bengals have got to be up by at least seven at half time for, yeah. for that to lose. For for that for them to just keep running it with Mixon and not and not score at least eleven points in that second half. I think they've got to be in front in the game or something has gone drastically wrong somewhere. It just I'm surprised 10 and a half, I must admit. I thought it would be, be higher than that and higher than 11 and a half. So no, really like that. Uh, Burrow completions, yeah. I see it makes sense. I think if they do sort of go after him, it is easy dump offs, uh, easy short passing. And that, and even Chase takes easy short passes and makes something happen. Yeah. He, the amount of times he, he makes that first guy mess and that, and then he's away down the sideline and all that. So he'll take a few screens. Um, it's all game flow, isn't it? It's, it, it really is all, all game flow. If the game goes as expected, you'd have to think Burrow goes over his completions easy enough. The Bengals go over that second half total easy enough. Um, if the Bengals get in front, it's going to be heavy Joe Mixon. I just don't see what well, they, they're not going to want the homes coming on the field, uh, being behind, are they? they? They'll want to take off every second they can, I suspect. Yeah. Um, and and put, that'll protect Burrow as well if, um, yeah. if the pressure is getting home, obviously, keep the ball away from him. Exactly. Yeah. So now I do. Uh, from, from my own standpoint, I'm very unders on a lot of players in this game. I think after last week, some of them have had such a bump. Uh, you spoke about Mahomes rushing. He's currently 29 and a half. I bet he's under 30 and a half when it comes out of opening. I just think that's been bumped too much. His general line is 16 and a half, 17 and a half most of the season. It's been down around 12. I think maybe one game I've seen, he was about 21 and a half one week. Now, yeah, he had 69 last week and looked great. But 30 odd of that was on that, on that run straight up the middle where he had absolute acres of space to run into. That's not, that don't happen all the time. He usually scampers out for seven or eight on a third down run. 
30 for, for Mahomes, that isn't a, an Allen, that isn't a, a Kyler Murray. It just feels way too, way too much. An extra 10 yards, 12 yards to his normal amount. So I've took his under. Same reasons with Uzoma. I took him under 39 and a half. Generally, 32 and a half, isn't he? Um, Adam, 31 and a half most weeks, 32 and a half. Yeah, yeah, around, around that. Yeah, I think this line's gone up as well today. I had a check of it earlier. So, see, I, I got 39 and a half. I seen he went down to 35, and then he, he might be 36 now again. So, I'd still play it at 36. I mean, again, he had that catch at half time, didn't he, last week, where yeah. it was just a like a gimme catch, and, and he just sort of ran up the middle for about 32 yards, I think it was. Yeah, I just think he's probably been bumped up. A little bit too much for me. Um, and then the other under I've taken is Mixon receiving yards, 29 and a half. Now, he's become a lot more involved in the passing game for them in the last few weeks. But running backs on high yardage like that, apart from McCaffrey and Kamara, just, you just don't really see that many getting 29 and a half yards as their line. I, I just, this game feels like they've They've overrated some of these lines a bit too much for me. Um, mm. Now, one of them could easily don't take much for Mixon to get one, a bit of space. Chiefs are not good against pass catching running backs. These are all more play on the numbers. That feel they have been bumped too high. And that's why um, I'm playing the, the under on all of them. You said about Hardman, him, I fancy the under as well. I think he's probably a bit too high. It's a lot of screen stuff now we get for Hardman. As you say, the, the bad thing is he is fast and all it takes is that one play and he could he could have gone up the sideline. Um, I think he only had one catch last week. Most of them was running plays that he had. I think he had one catch for maybe maybe 15 yards in overtime, I think it was. That was the only catch he had. Um, so I think they used him more in end arounds. But yeah, for me in this game, I would lean unders on a lot of them, apart from the superstars like Chase. You just can't take his under. As much as even I might think 85 is high, there's no way. There's some some players in the NFL I'm not taking their unders. They're too good. And they're, they're yeah. you know, I cannot take their under. Same with Tyreek Hill. I think at the yeah. minute, I don't think, I think how defences are playing the Chiefs, I don't see him getting over 75. But... Like you said earlier, fifty-yard catch, you could easily see happening very quickly. Yeah. Um, you just can't take hundreds for me on, on people like that. So that's why that's where I am on the prop side of it. Anyway, um, touchdown scorers, request the bets. Anything you like? No, T Higgins was the only one I had on touchdown scorer. Just he's nearly two to one, and um, as I say, I, I think that they will concentrate a lot more on Chase, and that'll open room up for. The other side and yeah I thought to you he's 19 to 10 so near enough two to one I thought it was fairly decent odds for him um outside of that there's not really a huge amount obviously they're all quite short with it being expected to be such a high scoring game there's it's pretty difficult to find any real value in it yeah the um the only touchdown bet that I've I've done free free money bet Super Bowl ticket paying Michael Burton, 22 to 1 with Jimmy G in the 49ers game, 299 to 1 double. <laughs> There's your AFC championship. Hit it a couple of years ago. I've spoke about it before with Sternberger and Mahomes at 350 to 1. This is the yeah. one this year. This is the 300 to 1 winner. So um, if Burton scores in that first game, I might survive watching the whole of the 49ers just for that <laughs> sweat. Um, <laughs> Jimmy G getting a, a one-yard one sneak somewhere along the line. But yeah, nothing for me. Request the bets I'll probably delve into over the weekend and, and see about. I know our friend Gerpal, he put up uh, both teams score two touchdowns plus in each half. Uh, yeah. At the minute, you can get that 16 to 1 on Sky. I think it's 9 to 1, maybe best price elsewhere. So That's good. Worth, worth a bet because, like I said, I think they're two very good offences that could easily score a couple of touchdowns each half. Um, yeah, it was uh, ten to one, uh, ten to eleven, I believe, for one each half. Yeah, uh, one each each half, which it should be a banker, really, but you you just never know. But um, yeah, to, for two or more each half is um, that's pretty good odds for for sixteens. I might get on that one. Yeah, considering 
further down the request about the perfect score. You know what they do, 15 to 2. It's further down. They've got it <laughs> twice. They've got it at 15 to 2 and 16 to 1. I mean, they're just, I, I don't understand what on earth is going on at that company, the amount of times they they do it. But yeah, so they've got it. So make sure you do click the 16 to 1 and not the 15 to 2 for anyone who's uh, listening. Just double check. It is up there still at the minute at 16 to 1. Um, anything else on on the game, or is it still there? Oh no, no, you're right. No, it's yeah, no, you're right. It's in the popular request about it's at sixteen yes. to one. But if you go down to the sixteen to one, it's not there. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get my tenner on that one now. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so make sure you take the sixteen and not the uh, fifteen to two. Don't think it's been yeah. backed. Some uh, somebody messaged me earlier to say it's been hammered in to fifteen to two, and I said no, it hasn't. I said it is just sky bear. <laughs> they have yeah. uh, somehow put a fifteen to two and a sixteen to one on the same bet. So, uh, but they're, they're yeah, they're, crazy. So. Uh, yes, sorry. Any anything else you like on this game, Adam? No, I hadn't looked to request about this, to be honest. So um, no. no, I'm good to good to move on to the one that no one cares about. Yeah, exactly. This is going to be the quick fire round on uh, <laughs> this game. I don't think we've probably either done much research by looking into so much into the Bengals game. So, obviously, the 49ers, I mean, they pulled off a great special teams play towards the end of that game. I thought the Packers were still going to eke it out. Then when they've pulled out the, um, the, the punt block um, for the touchdown and that. And to be fair to them, they did a terrific job on Rodgers and that as well. They did, again, hard not to be impressed with the 49ers. And the Rams, um, going into Tampa Bay, beating the Super Bowl winners, and Again, really deserve to win. They they nearly, nearly blew it by letting them back in. Old Tom yeah. was gonna do it again and, and roll back the years and show why he's probably the best of all time. Um, but they, then I don't know what happened. The Tampa defense went to sleep and Cup obviously just carried on his fantastic season and set them up perfectly for for the game winning field goal. Anything you took from them two games, Adam? No, as you said, there's no way that the Rams should have let them back in it. Like I, I, I blame myself for that one. As soon as it went to twenty-seven-three, I, I put a tweet out saying, "Oh, this game's done," and I knew, I knew as soon as I did it that Tom Brady was going to come back. But it, it was just chaos. Like the the amount of mistakes in that fourth quarter was just ridiculous. The obviously the snap going past Stafford's head, there was fumbles. There was there was everything, and it, it ended up being a brilliant game, but it it really shouldn't have been. Um, but Matthew Stafford showed why they got him. He he hung in there. He took a hit, um, but threw a fifty yard pass to Cooper Cup and got him in stride, and that set them up for the for the game winner. So, yeah, there, there wasn't. I was going to say there wasn't a whole lot to take from either of them, but there wasn't. There wasn't. It was it was kind of what I expected from the Rams for the most part, but. The McVeigh kind of conservativeness at the end, let him back in it and really could have cost them. And the fact that he gave Akers more chances after he fumbled the first one, I didn't really understand. And then he fumbled again. And it does make me wonder whether he's going to get too much of the ball this week or whether they'll kind of take it away from him. Um, and that leads into a prop in a bit. But uh, yeah, then the 49ers game, obviously Jimmy G, 11 completions and one of them. And then an interception, 130 yards. It's it's impossible to take too much from that other than the fact that Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing and he knows that Jimmy G isn't the key to the game. Just keep the ball safe, keep it out of his hands, use the running back, use Debo. And you've got a chance. I mean, Debo Samuel is the most entertaining player in the game at the moment. He's he's Alvin Kamara when Kamara was at his best. If he gets to the edge and you know you're not stopping him and, oh, we need nine yards. All right, we'll get the, give, give Debo an end around or something and he'll get there and... That's what they've done, and he's been brilliant. Um, it is a bit of a worry that he was banged up, that Kittle was banged up, Trent Williams is banged up on the offensive line. They're, they're getting a few knocks to their key players at the moment, and that's a little bit of a worry, obviously, with this being the last game for a couple of weeks, at least possibly six months, then it doesn't matter too much. But if they are hampered at all, then that, that really hurts the 49ers, and I don't believe they can put it on Jimmy G to win the game. They might be able to. I mean, Shanahan does his stuff and manages to scheme people open. But then, obviously, Jimmy G in the Super Bowl a few years back against your Chiefs, he overthrew Sanders. He overthrew Brandon Ayuk against the Cowboys when it was an easy reception. And that could have cost them. And he admittedly didn't 
messed it up last week, but he could have done. There was a few that could have been intercepted. It was just a bad night for the Packers. But I try not, I'm trying not to be disrespectful to the 49ers because there's a bloke on Twitter who's been having a go at me because I, I keep moaning about the Bengals and we're in the kind of same boat that we're both disrespected teams. Um, but fair play to the 49ers. They've made it this far. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they win. They have beaten the Rams six times in a row now. Um, and Shanahan owns them. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I do think the Rams are the better team. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what I said about the, the start, the 49ers maybe not being as big a shot. See, for me, I've heard a lot of good things for the 49ers. A lot of clever people were betting them weeks 14, 15 to go on and win the Super Bowl at very decent odds. Um, so I think that I don't think they're as disrespected at all by a lot of people. Uh, obviously, a lot of people thought that Pat fancied the Packers last week. But as I say, I, I've seen a lot that fancied the um, 49ers as well. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I don't think they're that disrespectful from what I've seen anyway from, about and that. that I think a lot of people are generally worried about them uh, with, how, with how they play. Um, especially, like you say, Debo at the minute is playing superbly both both ways. Um, it's, it, I think I seen I seen a stat the other day that I think it was this season that the two best quarterback performance against the Rams, whose yards per attempt was the most of the season, was both both times Jimmy G was like 9.2, 9.8 yards per attempt, better than any quarterback they faced all season, which is quite amazing, really, because. You just don't see him as that. And as you say, is it a thing of Shanahan has got their number and knows a way around it? And it, this game matches up quite well for how uh, Jimmy G plays his offence. So as you say, he can miss players. Miss the Sanders, like you said, in the Super Bowl. Miss Sayuk. And a couple of the throws um, against the uh, the Packers, I was like a bit, oh, oof, that was... Mm. That was bad. Some he threw in some right horrors there, um, but they, they do a job on them. Yeah, they win. I do think the Rams are the yeah. better team. I agree. Would I pick a side? I think I'd have to lean the 49ers. We're, we're getting the three and a half. Again, I'm sort of a bit like the Chiefs game. I think getting that extra half a point, I could only look to the 49ers than than the Rams. And I agree with Acres. And I know we haven't spoke about our prop bets for it, but. If it's the same prop bet that I'm thinking, it's probably my only one in that game at the minute. We both might be on the same page here. But um, yeah, I think I think the Rams probably will win. It could easily be an overtime three-point game finish. Yeah. I think the spread is bang on. I think it's where it should be, really. Probably three and a half is probably right. I think it's probably fair that the, it's three and a half. Um so yeah, it's not not a game I've, I've been able to get too much into with this move and, and trying to obviously look into a lot of the Chiefs game and that has took up more of my time than probably I wanted to and not being able to have a look at this game. But props-wise, so, so what is it that you're thinking then, Adam, on it? Yeah, under 17 and a half attempts for Cam Akers. Um, yeah. I avoided the yardage. He had 24 attempts last week for 48 yeah. yards and two. he had two fumbles, so admittedly they obviously wanted to keep faith in him last week and he's coming off a major injury but to give Sony Michel just one carry last week was was ridiculous he Sony Michel doesn't fumble the ball so if they get up again this week I just think it'll be more more of a committee backfield rather than just giving all wakers and seeing him nearly throw the game away from them last week I thought under 18 attempts was a fairly decent one yeah I, I agree as soon as I saw the number 17 and a half I felt straight away that it was too high for me. Um, I thought it was a couple too high. I think you're right. I think they do have to sort of mix it up a little bit, that backfield. And coming off that massive injury, and then you're going to hand it to him time and time again. Now, yeah. maybe years again, they've probably seen this fully recovered. And all reports that I've heard is he's meant to look fantastic in, in training. That he, he really has come back to come back from that injury and be able to play this season is a testament to how hard he must have worked and how quick he's recovered. 17 and a half is a lot of, a lot of carries for a running back. And that in, in an offence, that is happy to throw the ball as well. Again, yeah. the, the, the Titans heavy run, rely on the run and that. Um, was that a lot more of the game plan to try and keep Brady off the field by giving acres, by running the ball as much possibly last week? 
Um, and they got up so much as well. They probably went run heavy to to do that to keep that lead, knowing full well he won't get much yardage. You don't get much against the books, but I don't see that game. I don't see it playing out this way again. If they go up by 21, 24 points, we're probably going to be in trouble because they're, they're, they're going to just keep running the ball. If they're up that, that amount early again, we're, we're probably looking like we're going to be in trouble because they have to go to the run game. What, why wouldn't you kill the clock, drain it all and, and do that? I just don't see that game being... I just can't see it being another blowout like that. So I have to... No, but, I had to but then they, they can give it to Sony Michel, who's, who doesn't yeah. fumble. Um, well, we know Dolan Henderson. Is Henderson totally... What happened I think there? he's still injured. I he's injured. Yeah, I see yeah. he was on the touchdown better. And I, I wondered how come he had suddenly been put back mm. onto the touchdown better. And then I thought, I've missed something, but I haven't heard anything about him being back. And I don't know whether yeah, it's just bookmakers trying to protect themselves by putting him out at, like, he was quite low odds. Don't get me wrong, he was, like, six to four, maybe. So I'm assuming it's probably just more that they put it, put him on there to uh, sort of protect themselves if he was to play or anything that that would happen. But I was pretty sure he's, he's out and, and done. Um, yeah, yeah, I hadn't seen anything about him returning, so I'm assuming nah, he's out. No, nah. So, um, yeah, I... Like, um, carry on, sorry, mate. Oh, sorry, I was going to go on to another prop, but if you've yeah. got... Um, no, I haven't. No, you carry on. Uh, yeah, the other prop was one that Tim mentioned on full 10 yards pod that was on earlier. Uh, Robbie Gould over six and a half kicking points. Um, obviously, never missed a postseason field goal. Oh, I think no, you can't be... say that now. Oh, the, <laughs> com- the, the commentators, <laughs> commentators <laughs> said it last week. And if it gets, let's be fair, if it gets the 49ers out of the playoffs, then I'm not too fussed. Uh, but yeah, over six and a half kicking points. You've got to think he's going to get a couple of field goal attempts and then they just need one touchdown and that's his seven points. So I thought that was a fairly low line for someone in a tight game that I think could be, could come down to field goals and it, it should be, should be around a three, three and a half as we've, uh, as we've said already. So yeah, I thought it'd be tight and yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was more, I thought it'd be more seven and a half, eight and a half to be honest. So I was a little bit surprised to see it that low. I think uh, they'll be more than happy to take field goals. I'd say in this game, it's not, I don't think it's that sort of game where they're, they, they want to score to when it's like fourth and fourth from the 34 or something, um, especially early on in the game, they'll, they'll be more than comfortable having Robbie Gould come out and kick. So I think you're right. I think a couple of field goals could quite easily do it. And then you just wait on the one touchdown. I think both games probably got a good chance of going over as well. I'm not sure I'd want to bet the under in, in either of the two games, to be honest, so, which helps again any high scoring games. As well, it's going to all help on kicking points for the for the kickers and Gould is really good. Uh, personally, for myself, the, the the one bet I like it in both the games really under one and a half shortest touchdown. I've always liked it in the championship games. I always think there's a very good chance DPI in the end zone, place like that, especially the uh, the Chiefs Bengals game because there, there should be a lot more passing. Um, yeah. So yeah, under under one and a half. I played that as a double. You can get it four to five both both games so um that was my my prop in it other than that there's there's nothing else really that i desperately want to get involved in like you say the problem is is kittle banged up i mean you could look to his under but i've been burnt a few times before where i've looked at players and they've been hurt and they come out and absolutely go off and you're like damn sure i bought into the older he's struggling with an injury business and then the next minute they've got 10 catches for like 90 yards at the half-time, you know, that was silly. Um, Debo, I always look to his under-receiving yards now because they're using so much in the in the running game. I think he might be 50-odd. That would be something yeah. I might look at come game 53 time. and a half. Yeah. 50, so yeah, he's 39 and a half rushing, and he seems to hit 40 bang on every week. So, yeah, it's, it's right there on both of them, frankly. It's hard to know who Ramsey will match up on. Will Ramsey match up on Debo when he sees Debo lined up? Does he go on Ayuk? I don't see him taking on Kittle. I don't, I don't he, um, Ramsey doesn't travel, so it's whoever's no. on his side, really. He sticks with whoever's that side, and the 49ers will know that they'll just use his side. Um, yeah, he'll go wherever yeah. he is done, but he, he tends to keep to... I think his left side of the field, I'm not sure entirely. Right, but he, he and whatever scheme that defense is in on, on that play. I, I know he's played a lot more in the slot because I made a mistake earlier in the season getting him mixed up with Lattimore, thinking that he doesn't go to the slot. 
but he actually has played a lot more in the slot this year than he has most years. Mm. I don't think he, like you say, I don't think he goes all over the field and uh, and covers one particular player. It would just be interesting if when he sees Debo in the slot, or are you does he go one to the other? Yeah. Now in my head, I would think if he sees Debo lined up, he'll he'll follow Debo more. Not to the other side, but when he's on that side, I think he'll yeah. he'll go Debo. So I'd still lean the unders on on Debo just based on it's, on that. Just, yeah, I just had a quick quick look, and Debo's had ninety five and ninety seven in the two games against them. So that that puts me off taking any unders on him. Frankly, I I agree with you in oh, general yeah. with Debo is that he does a lot more rushing now, yeah. but when he's hitting nearly hundred in both the regular season games, I can't I can't be yeah. going anywhere else on that. No, no, that's brought me off uh, thinking that um, that Unders might be a play on that. And that's what I mean. I, I just haven't looked into him enough at the minute on that game. It was just as soon as I saw the Acres. Like I said yeah. about the Chiefs Unders, to me, straight away, it just feels like that's that's been bumped up too high based on the 24 carries last week. That I'm not sure what his line was last week. I'd suspect it would have been about 11 and a half, 12 and a half. I don't think it probably would have been much more than that. I would, have, I would yeah. have thought they probably expected Tony Michel to maybe still have a few more carries in there than what he actually got. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it, he's been bumped too much. Touchdown scorers-wise, um, as I say, we've just done that double with with uh, Jimmy G and, and Burton for the Chiefs. And again, I don't think there's anyone that massively jumped out to me from what I was looking at the start of the week. No, um, most of the news on there now. He's back from he's back off IR. He's twenty to one. I thought I was high for someone who could get involved. He probably won't, but I thought twenty to one for someone yeah. who plays in the slot. Jimmy G likes the slot, and uh, last year was Kendrick Bourne had to think a touchdown in five games in a row. Uh, that's most of the news position. So if he comes back and he does something, I thought I was fairly generous at twenties. Jennings oh, has no. played okay for them. I think Jennings has done a quite a good job for them uh, in that position since Senna has been out as well. Uh, I think yeah. some, uh, I think my mate Eddie he he messaged me that Jennings was fifteen to two, uh, which which was a decent price. But now with Senna being back, yeah, that may cut into some of that time as a good dependable hands holder. Senna is, and that'll be interesting come game time to see if he is healthy because twenty to one that might be worth a few pound definitely. Yeah, that, that's on Quinbet. I, would, I just went off okay. odds checker. I don't know if anyone ever uses Quinbet, but no. he's 18 to 1 on Skybet. So that's okay. um, one of the more yeah. mainstream ones who's got it. Yeah, Jennings is down to 6 to 1 now, uh, 5 to 1 in most places. Uh, Odell Beckham at 6 to 4, I thought was okay. Um, yeah. They seem to be using Cup to kind of distract people. And Beckham has scored, I think, seven touchdowns for the Rams. I thought it was fairly decent. Um, but yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot at huge odds. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's twelve to one now. Uh, I don't know what you got on him, but uh, yeah, twelves at Skybet three six five as usual. Uh, I guess I did the double three six five. It was five to one and twenty two to one, I think. Burton was uh, whatever it was. It made it about two hundred ninety nine to one. So we're just a little bit unlucky. Last week I put out on uh, Twitter. I put out Darden and Mahomes for the uh, the big crazy double. So Mahomes scored. Darden, to be fair, didn't even get a look and didn't even get close. So it's one of them. He's 20, he's 20 to 1 for a reason. Um, but um, it would have been nice, especially with my home scoring, that, uh, that we would have got one, but it, it happens. Um, anything more on any of the games or that before we go out on? No, no, I think that's uh, I think that's about it for me. Yeah, I was um, pondering now to get six, seven grand to go to the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks to watch my Bengals, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen, and I don't think the Bengals are going to happen, frankly, but uh, it's not, it's nice to dream. It's the first season in 30 years that the Bengals have had the chance to dream about something like that, so I'm going to think about it, at least. It was their Patriots game was absolute heartbreaking when we lost, uh, intercepted Tom Brady to be offsides by D4, yeah. and then get turned over to then the next year beating Tennessee, being one of the uh, one of the best nights going, and then obviously could be uh, obviously be meaning we win, but it could be a Super Bowl uh, rematch as well between the Chiefs and 49ers. Be interesting yeah. two years after, um, but yeah, yeah, good times ahead for you. I say good luck and and look forward to it, and that you'll have a have a good night. Hopefully, 
my side, you're on yeah. the wrong end of the result, <laughs> but same as your field to me. So uh, so that, that's yeah. the way it's going to be. But no, just what, enjoy it. So what I will mention yeah. is there's lines up and Paddy Power ready for the Super Bowl. Um, oh, okay. they, they have the Chiefs minus three against 49ers and minus two and a half against the Rams. I thought that was, I thought the 49ers one was very generous. I would, I, I'm going to put a little bit on the Chiefs over the 49ers by three. I thought that was far too short. Uh, the Bengals were uh, three and a half point underdogs to the Rams and three point underdogs to the 49ers, which again, I thought was a bit insulting to the Bengals, but I thought yeah. the um, yeah Chiefs versus 49ers, as long as I get a refund, if it's void, then yeah, it I'm, probably, I'm probably going to put a little bit on um, Chiefs minus three yeah. against them because I don't think he'll open that low. No, they, uh, it will be void. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it, they've, they've done it the last few years and that for anyone listening, if, if you do fancy that and, and or any of the other matchups as well mm. um, that you think the spread is wrong, that yeah, it's, it's, it's a void if... Uh, Whatever Super Bowl match happens, that it only stands for that match. Um, it's a hard one to. Th- I don't know if it opens more than three or not. Um, I think maybe maybe some will depend on on how it goes this week. I think if the Chiefs win, which they're expected to win, if the 49ers win, can it go any more than the three when it's expected the Chiefs to win? That would be the only thing I would have in my head is that when you expect the Chiefs that should win, whereas the 49ers are underdogs, I'm not sure how much it can go past that unless the 49ers get hurt with injuries. But for, yeah. for me, just on the basis of, of the spreads and the shock factor, um, that I, I think it would probably stay about three. Now, it probably could get better up from the three. That's the difference on uh, very early and very quickly. And you might get it to the three and a half, but... I think yeah, three probably makes makes sense. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully on my side anyway. Um, yeah. Adam, appreciate it. As I say, good luck for Sunday. I'm sure we will talk plenty over Twitter on Sunday. Um, hopefully, there's no silly uh, penalties. Nothing that is gonna mm. make the game annoying. And someone's like, "Well, you got this. They got that." Just hopefully, it all all goes well then. And uh, then whatever team wins, wins and good luck in the Super Bowl, whoever it is. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I think whoever wins this one has got a very good chance of taking it all. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, as you say, hopefully there won't be any excuses from either team. It will just be a proper pure game and uh, we'll get on with it. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Appreciate any questions, can reach out to me or Adam. Adam, it's at Touchdown Tips, isn't it? Yep, at Touchdown Tips on Twitter, tdtips.com for my game previews. I've done far too much on this game already. Over, It's going to end up over 3,000 words which just for Bengals v Chiefs. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a busy weekend. Oh, perfect. Right, enjoy. Hopefully we'll give you all some winners. So, good luck all. I'll speak soon for the Super Bowl previews. All right.